Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lebanon Radio Tower, it is the one, the only, the Buckle Podcast. Welcome to the 290th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my exceptional co-hosts, Skaran, Lord DeShiro, and we're here today to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast, the podcast with the mostest and the host. Uh, that That's <laughs> actually, that's wrong. Uh, wait, Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Ultra Champions League. You see what I did there? Isn't that yeah, awesome? That's, that's, that's what we should do. Yeah. Wrong. It's the I've been, I've been, I've been waiting for, I've been waiting to use that pun literally all week. Like, <laughs> no joke. Like, I'm just like, I should introduce the show that way. I should it call was... it the Pokemon Ultra Champions League because of announcements and stuff. It's yeah. timely. <laughs> are, you, are you proud of yourself, Thatch? Are you proud of yourself right now? I am so proud of myself. <laughs> we could theoretically change it, man. <laughs> we could. We theoretically could. You were 100%. <laughs> One hundred percent. No, we are uh, we are a Pokemon community slash podcast. Uh, you can check us out at PokemonPodcast.com. Uh, we run tournaments. We have a lot of fun, but we also do this show where we talk pretty much everything Pokemon from the video game to the TCG to sometimes the anime, uh, which you guys are just not going to love during trivia. But oh no! <laughs> Fantastic. This is what happens when you give me like two days or uh, thirty minutes to make trivia questions. So. <laughs> Uh, you guys, it's a mix of bag nuts. So, <laughs> isn't it a bag of mixed nuts? No, it's a mixed bag of nuts. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, and so, so just take it for what it is. <laughs> uh, I'd like but, to apologize to all of the listeners for Thatch's behavior today. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, without without further ado, let's jump right into it, and I'll ask you what I ask you guys every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Let's start with you, Scron, because you you're in Japan. So tell us, tell us how how the excitement's going. Oh, it's going like especially after that announcement, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm super hyped, especially for Pokken. But like, we'll talk about all the stuff in the topic. 
yeah. Mm-hmm. Super hype. Uh, so on Friday, it was my birthday. So I went to Akihabara and I bought a copy of uh, Pokemon Green version. Woo! Yeah. And I'm going to play that when I get back home. So, <laughs> fun. Awesome. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I also I also almost defeated that, but then he decided and inter- interrupted the connection. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was literally everybody else. Um, uh, yeah, we, Thatch and I battled on one of the recent streams, and nice. I almost beat him, and then connection I, mean, I think it was like the first five turns. <laughs> like we had gone through five turns and it was That's how fun. bad you were. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't done anything yet. It was just like yeah. uh, I got your Tapu Coco. You relied like, so much on your Tapu Cocos, man. Uh, I love Tapu Coco. It's great though. <laughs> it's like it's like Tapu Coco. Well, at least it's not as good as Zerka. <laughs> Well, circuitry in itself is uh, is really interesting, just because it's uh, I don't know. It's I mean, it's circuitry. It's it's not good anymore because uh, like we let real ground types back into the meta. So <laughs> real? It, I mean, good ones. Okay, so, <laughs> good ones. We let we let good ones into the meta now. Like, um, I don't know. Like, if you if you look at some of them, they're just absolutely awful. It like it used just, to basically just be mammoth yeah, yeah, it was like Mammo Swine, and like that was your ground type, and electric types were just everywhere. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're still they're still pretty prevalent because this gen gave us a lot of good electric types, but it's it's not nearly as bad as it was now that you have things like Doug Trio floating around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zerkatry is not good anymore. He he. If you see a Zerkatry, you know what it does. It's gonna either tail glow or it's gonna be choice scarf. One of the two. Um, and sometimes you'll find like really bad players like trying to uh trying to play it it's it's nuts yeah it's nuts but yeah all right then so let's uh what about you jashir what have you been up to i was gonna say jashir doesn't matter or care (laughs) so so scron's birthday was uh yesterday right friday friday mine it was it's in monday so but oh yeah, we got two uh, Gemini here. Not that I believe mm-hmm. in that sort of stuff. You're my twin. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very active, actually, in Pokemon this week. Uh, a lot of streaming, of course. Uh, me and Gator had our first match uh, for the our first ever official Puckle TCG tournament. Uh, that went really well. Um, and then I started playing Pokemon Sun and Moon once again by doing the demo this time. I'm like, you know what? Let's start this from the ground zero. So I started the demo once again, and, and it's I forgot how much fun the demo was. It's, it's just like a little old DLC uh, extra mission that you can do pre-actually playing the game. And uh, although I've been debating whether or not I should do like all the side quests, and I don't think I will, because it's like the tutorial in Sun and Moon is like 250,000 hours long. So if if I oh add... my gosh right oh my gosh it's so it's so painful yes if I add the demo on top of that which is another a hundred thousand uh, uh tutorial the, the demo the demo wasn't that long the demo yeah. wasn't that long well it's I, the days things it's like oh you uh, have to come yeah. back in certain days and that was I, that was really exciting I like the way they did that they added in a few things it wasn't yeah. anything like super exciting 
Yeah. Because you, you weren't getting anything like exciting. You were just getting, you know, a couple items here and there. But it was really cool that we were getting like hints of the story throughout. And it yeah. built up this hype that just kind of got crushed when the actual games came out. Yeah, yeah, no, and when you play the demo after you actually play the game through once, like I did, you realize that they suddenly, like, they hint on the Elite Four, the tennis player, I forgot her name. Oh, really? Yeah, there's hints on her, they talk about her, they do a lot of things that are, like, goes over your head because you haven't played the main game, but once mm-hmm. you go back and play the demo, you're like, oh, this all makes sense now. It's that's pretty actually cool. really I cool. I, yeah, that's cool. I, I didn't catch games. that reference. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah. are you playing Sun and Moon yet? Did you get back I, into it? <laughs> I was going to start today, actually. So I Ooh. really did, but then I, I, I remember, hey, I don't have Greninja. So I went back to the demo, but now mm. I'm going to start all over again. Yeah, I want to do uh, – I, I have a copy of Sun, and I want to beat it before uh, the new games come out this winter. Yeah. So I, I want to do an egg lock for it, though. So we'll see how that goes. I, I need to grab some more eggs. I've got a couple of them right now. I'm going to go yeah. to the Discord probably today and try to get a couple more. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just I want to do it because then I could stream like that instead of battle sometimes, and yeah, I'd like yeah, to get yeah. some. I'd like to get some different streams going, uh, just so I don't have to come on on battle the entire time. But yeah. uh, we we'll talk more about Twitch later because I ha- we have some news. We have some news about uh, some Puckle Twitch stuff that's going on because it's oh, it's a growing yeah. community. I'm super excited with our Twitch. Like it's me doing too. really well. Yes, it's doing me really too. Well. We typically have really good turnouts, and I'm I'm perfectly happy with it. Yep. So. It's really uh, fun to troll Thatch too. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You and, like make fun of someone who eats cereal while playing Pokemon. That hasn't happened in a while. I don't do too many morning streams anymore, but uh, <laughs> uh, I I don't mind. I'll just do whatever on stream. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I, I drink whiskey, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'll do what I want. Uh <laughs> All right, so as for myself, yeah, I've just been playing Pokemon. Uh, I did my gym time earlier this week for the Summer League. Um, a couple people got the badge. Not a, not everybody. I didn't lose everything with my Tapu Koko. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do need to make some adjustments to the team, though. There, It does have, what? like... What type are you this year? I, I'm electric type this year. So oh, I get I get I get shocking. <laughs> oh, I'm, <sorry. laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> so there's uh no no it's uh it's a lot of fun like I, I try to do a different type every year so i don't get stale you know um yeah. like i think the first year this is like the fourth annual summer league too i think this is the fourth year that we've done it in a row uh since we came back and so this is uh the first year i know i did ground i did water another year and then i did something else another year and then this year i'm electric just because I, I try to rotate so i have different types and i can use different stuff uh, it wasn't so much important this yeah. year because we got new toys, but uh, I I just wanted to, I like doing different types, and Tapu Koko has become like a new favorite, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. <laughs> so pretty good. Uh, I've been doing that. Did some streaming. Uh, I got it. I got some other Puckle stuff to get going on because uh, <laughs> we yeah. have to go and uh, we we got a lot of stuff planned. A lot of stuff planned that should be happening in the future. So, um, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming to you. A lot of good stuff coming to you. There might actually mark the, be. Mark, mark the space on your Puckle Bingo card, please. 
Uh, there should be. Uh, I mean, I, I, there is good stuff coming, and like I've never lied about that when there's good stuff coming because there is. Um, you haven't. There's always good stuff coming, and that's the that's the cold hard truth right there. Yeah. I mean, we we do have we do have plans for content and stuff, which and we're we're continuously growing. I mean, this time last year, all we had was this uh, TCG cast and movie club. Mm-hmm. Now we have like way more than that. Yeah. So. <laughs> So we we're we're definitely moving forward, and the Twitch is like on a regular schedule now, which is Hello, guys. A it's lot of Monday, fun. so it's buckle night. It's buckle podcast day and T, uh, TCG streaming night. So I know, right? Exactly. So uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's where we'll end this, and we'll go to the news because there there's been some news this week, to say the least. So you think so? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just nothing happened. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. In the news, there are several things. Obviously, we have the Pokemon Direct that dropped, and there was a lot of huge news there. I, I want to go over it very briefly here because we'll go we'll go to it after the topic because this is just gonna or at the topic because this is just like ultra news. Um, so you see, I'm gonna just kill that to the ground. Um, yeah, no, I, and I die. My heart dies a little bit every time. Yeah, no. Once it, once your heart's dead, let me know, and then I'll stop. Uh, and then, <laughs> but but let's let's get into it. Um, so a uh, few things. Uh, new games: Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon coming to 3DS exclusively to 3DS. That should be mentioned because there was a clerical error on the website for this. How uh, do they make a clerical error? I mean, this is like one of the largest video game companies, and I, yeah, I assume yeah. they would have like qualified employees who wouldn't make an error as big as that. So, so there was a clerical error. There, there was a clerical error on the on the press release site that said that there was a switch date to be announced. Um, that was very quickly corrected by the Pokemon Company. They they wanted to make sure that everybody realizes that this is exclusively for 3ds. Yeah. Uh, which um, I think the bigger news is that that upset people. But we can talk about that later. Yeah, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and we're gonna tell you why you're wrong to be upset. Oh, I, I absolutely know why they're wrong to be upset. Uh, yeah. Some other news that came with it, though, was uh, Pokemon Tournament D, uh, Deluxe, which Jushir and I were literally talking about last week. Yeah. We, we literally called no. it Pokemon Tournament Deluxe. We called it. We really did. <laughs> it was like, I'm like, they'll probably announce that. It's coming. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then the other thing they announced was uh, Gold and Silver for the Virtual Console. It should be noticed that Crystal version is not included with that. Just but Gold I'm and still Silver. excited. Yeah, no, as you should be. I don't think Crystal Version is necessary for that experience. Um, the other thing is, uh, so we'll, we'll talk more about those three things after after the break, or after at, at the topic, but we're going to go ahead and talk about some other things that are going on in Pokemon, because there, there this was a big week for Pokemon, it turns mm-hmm. out. Uh, so Pokemon Go Fest is happening in Chicago July 22nd, which is the date of FuckleCon. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's just the date of FuckleCon is happening in Chicago. There are they are selling tickets. Those tickets go live, I believe, on the nineteenth of June. So if you're interested in going, check that out. Uh, and if it, you're going to that, why aren't you coming to PuckleCon? BT <laughs> uh, No, it's but, hilarious. I'm going to be in Chicago that week, just after. Yeah, after just Pokemon. after that. Well, I, so so the thing that concerns me is that they're charging an admission price for this and for a Pokemon yeah. Go experience, unlike any other. 
And I'm really, I'm really curious, is this how they're going to give away the legendaries? Because if th- this is similar to something that Niantic has done with Ingress in the past. Yeah. And I, I would really hate for this to be the way to get legendaries because then you lock, like, the legendaries behind a paywall, essentially. Yeah. Like, you need to go and pay money to go to this event to catch but a Zapdos. Who's sponsoring, mm. who's, uh, sponsoring this? Is it, is it Niantic this is Niantic. or is it Pokemon? This is Niantic. This is oh, Niantic. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, Niantic's doing this one. The Pokemon company is doing one in Japan. Okay. And um, I for, somebody else is doing one as well in Europe. So I'm kind it, of annoyed because it's not until August and I leave in late July. I know. You're missing all of them. It's fine. It's <laughs> But I'm a little concerned with the paywall. We'll see what happens there, though. I, I They're also talking about reworking the gyms in Pokemon Go, which I'm absolutely excited for because yeah. there's a lot of gym imbalance, in my opinion, and I think they see that. Because when you walk up to a gym and it's six Gyarados and four Dragonite, uh, it just needs to change. Yeah. And, and a lot it's of the rumors are they're gonna, there's gonna be a quote unquote like species clause in the gyms, which is oh, gonna really? be really exciting. Yeah. That's so awesome. that you can, so that it, it increases diversity. It prevents things like blissy gyms and stuff like that happening in Pokemon Go. That's uh, great. Yeah. So, cool. so it lock you into like two Pokemon of a specific species in each gym, which would be great, especially for those level 10 gyms. That way you're not dealing with like too much. No, well, yeah, so, I agree. Um, so that, that's a lot of fun. And I think it's going to bring a lot more casuals in. I, I think they've realized that people like you can't really compete with the gyms now unless you're like level 30, 35, <laughs> you know? So I think, I think that's really what they're pushing for there. Um, in other news though, outside of Pokemon Go, uh, wait, wait, one more piece of Pokemon Go. They're also doing the fire and ice event in Pokemon Go, I believe starting this week. It's to celebrate summer. They're going to increase the spawn rates of fire and ice type Pokemon. I love that they're doing all of these events, though, by the way. It is fantastic. It is. They really are paying a lot of attention to the game, and they really are catering to the fan ones, the, the real fans who stuck with it this much. I, I honestly I honestly like it because I don't, I don't play Pokemon Go like super hardcore like a lot of people do. You know, I, I really do enjoy this as more of a, um, like, I, I don't want to, I, I guess I'm like a halfway between casual and not casual with Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's really nice for that play style where it's just like, oh, yeah, here's an event. I'm just like, oh, because I haven't been going out and playing, you know, every weekend for 20 hours a weekend, you know? And, yeah. you know, because there's a ton of people that have already filled their Pokedexes and stuff, and I'm nowhere close. Yeah. And so for me, it's really nice because it's just like, yeah, I could use some Charmander candies. I don't have a Charizard yet. And mm-hmm. that, I, I think this is, fa- I think this is fantastic. Um, it really is. I, I really appreciate these events. It helps catch a lot of things and fill out the Pokedex. Like the rock event was great because I got Kabutops Tops and Omastar. I didn't have those prior. And yep. I, I don't know. I hope, I hope people who played it too, uh, a lot and like have filled up their Pokedexes aren't like kicking themselves in the butts. I, I do know there's one channel, um, what's his name? Trainer Tips on YouTube. He, yeah. uh, he has recently said, like, there's nothing new in Pokemon Go. I go, yeah, because you play it 10 hours a day, every day. No wonder there's nothing new for you. Um, because <laughs> you, you literally blew, like, this game wasn't made for that. It wasn't mm-hmm. made to be, like, played through that, like that. Yeah. But, um, so that's my opinion. That's my opinion mm-hmm. of that game. I, I feel like Pokemon Go is more of a, uh, I, I like doing it like when you guys come out if, for the people that come out on Thursday for PuckleCon to just like stay at my house uh, Thursday night. I'd be totally down to like go to a park with you guys and go to a nest and just do some hunting for fun. That would you be know? pretty freaking cool. amazing, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Because there, there'd be a few of us, and I, I feel like that'd be cool. Maybe we could even do it after the uh, after the uh, cookout or something. And then ice hit. cream, ice cream. We could oh. do ice cream. Did you come for ice cream last time? 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PuckleCon's happening. I keep. I oh, I'm, for, I I'm so. I, I finally emailed my advisor about getting that time off. Uh, nice. I'm. I'm still waiting for the reply. So. <laughs> uh, regardless, <laughs> I'm pro- regardless, I'll probably just like call in sick. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'll probably just call in sick. Because it won't, it won't matter anyway. I'm just happy in my job. They were willing to, like I said, I'm going to Chicago yeah. that week, a business trip, and I was willing to actually have my boss convince my boss to say, like, why can't I just fly from Ohio? And like, yeah, yeah. sure, no problem. That was awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's great. I'm so excited. It's going to be a good time. We'll we'll talk more about that here in a few minutes. Um, yep. so Pokemon goes over. So everybody's favorite game, Magikarp Jump, got an update. Oh so, no. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's favorite game uh i was actually talking uh last night because i ran into one of my other friends um uh we'll call him mark the carp that's what he wanted me to call him mark the Uh, carp i love it (laughs) uh, so i I ran into him last night and we were talking and he's just like because he listens to the show and we went to college together and he's just like yeah i was hearing on the show that you're dissing magikarp jump i go yeah it's a terrible game he's like yeah it's a terrible game but i can't stop playing it i go yeah i know no we're all on the same bus like it's it's a terrible game, but I can't stop feeding that magic if, curve. It's if like I may say like something, a, Fetch. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Japan's mobile gaming market, yeah, um, go for it. I'm excited. M- Magikarp Jump is actually incredibly popular here. I if believe you, it. If you go on the subway, you can pretty much just look over and like you'll probably find someone playing the game. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. so weird. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Like that is incredibly yeah. weird to me. I love Japan but, so much. <laughs> yeah, like, but but uh, so this newest update with Magikarp Jump in, uh, gave us some new pat- patterns. Uh, your Magikarp can now go to level seventy three instead of sixty three. Oh. So we're getting like we're getting like WoW style updates here, <laughs> like <laughs> level cap increases, and uh, it also increases a new league, I believe. Um, it gives you a new league, and yeah, it's uh, it's just in- more content for the game. It's not so. So if you want to go play Magikarp Jump, go play Magikarp Jump. Uh, <laughs> it's got an update now. Um, and finally, in Japan, I believe they're giving at Eon stores. Uh, Scrawn, you might know this better than I do. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Aeon. Aeon stores. Yeah. Uh, they're, giving out, uh, they're giving out Pokemon from the, uh, the anime, I guess, because hmm. they're based on uh, the anime that are the characters and what Pokemon they have in the anime. Uh, really? So, yeah. So you can get uh, you get Malostini, uh, Kiowa's Turtonator, and Lily's Alolan Vulpix. I guess I gotta go across the street. Yeah, yeah uh, this starts uh, June t- June seventeenth to twenty fifth. You can get Malostini. Uh, June twenty sixth to July fourth, you can get Kiowa's Turtonator, and July fifth to July fourteenth, you can get Lily's Alolan Vulpix. So that's, that's really uh, cool. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm I mean I'm very interested by that. Just because I haven't watched much of the Sun and Moon anime, and I really I've been meaning to. It's just I don't have cable in the traditional sense, so yeah, I need to. I and they switched to Disney XD, which is increasingly hard for me to get, and <laughs> so I need to. Uh, I need to somehow get to the Sun and Moon anime because I've heard I've heard good things about it. I've heard very good things about it. Yeah, um, me too. So uh, let's see. I think that's it for real news. Uh, mm-hmm. This week, uh, other than the stuff that we need to talk about in the in the topic, but yeah, the uh, the things I do want to talk about uh, briefly are a few things. Uh, Puckle related news. So first thing for Puckle related news is Twitch. The Twitch is growing. Uh, Jashir and I have been doing a great job there. I think Shamu's soon to join the team. 
uh, the stream team, the dream stream team. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, we're having a lot of fun. Jashira and I right now, we do Mondays and Thursdays consistently. And then I know you do Wednesdays occasionally and I'll do yeah. Saturdays occasionally as well. Yeah. So, you know I mean, what? You should yeah. have Scott join the dream stream team except playing Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Very uh, I'll play Pokemon music in the background. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna be, uh, we're doing that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so two things, first of all, uh, if you guys are unaware, uh, twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast, that's where you can check us out. Um, we have a lot of fun. We stream different Pokemon related games. I think I want to start doing like one Friday a month where we play like something, not Pokemon. Yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So we could do something like Mario Kart, not, not Hearthstone, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We Hearthstone did, did. is great, man. Do you know at, how at, many viewers it would generate? At the very least, Nintendo-related. <laughs> yeah, something Nintendo-related. I feel like playing Mario Kart and getting like a bunch of us together to play Mario Kart and Switch would be fun. That would be is fun. it like Hearthstone the most watched other than League of Legends? Like Twitch? Probably. Oh, I don't maybe. care. Maybe <laughs> they're not going. The thing is, well, they're going to come. For, should the thing is, they're going to come for the Hearthstone, but not stay for the Pokemon. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> and so, so the. Uh, I, I really, I really, uh, so first we, we hit affiliation status a few weeks ago, if you're not aware. So that means if you, uh, watch ads or pay for bits on Twitch, you can donate bits to our channel, which mm-hmm. is a way to donate. If you are not in the, uh, if you're not capable of donating actual money, you can just watch a couple of ads and throw a few pennies our way. Um, if you, if you're one of those people that want to donate, but just don't have the, uh, don't have the means to do so, uh, it is appreciated. We really enjoy that. Um, the other thing is this week is E3, um, and Twitch has allowed us for our streams to sell the E3 digital ticket from humble, humble bundle. And for those of you who don't know what humble bundle is, it's a great way for, uh, to make donations and get something in return. So you'll be, you'll be donating to a good cause. And at the same time, you'll be getting an E3 digital ticket. So you can go watch the E3 events going on. So we'll be selling those on our streams, uh, this week as well. Uh, Shamu might be streaming today on Sunday, actually, so this will already be moot point. But Jushira and I, when we're doing it, we'll have that set up on the stream as well, so you can purchase those. Yeah. Um, it, it's for a good cause, so I do suggest just doing it as a donation. Um, I I really can't go over that enough, how much I appreciate people's donations when it comes to these things. Yeah, so, and you get – when it's um, – Humble Bundle is a great way where you even choose which uh, – where your money goes when you go to Humble mm-hmm. Bundle directly. So really donating to Humble Bungle in general is a great, great thing. Yes, I just absolutely. like all the cool games. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's no cool games in this one. This is uh, E3 digital ticket. You get to watch the E3 events going on, which, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think you get some cool, cool like, in-game stuff, right? You, you might. I, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. the actual hun- – I, I just know we can sell the digital ticket this week. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's definitely exclusive stuff for some games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So – uh, let's see. Yeah, so de- definitely check that out on Twitch this week. It's going to be an exciting week on Twitch for us. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be there on Thursday for sure, uh, hyping up the battle with uh, me and the British gent. We're playing for the draft league this week, so uh, <laughs> get hyped for that. I need to. I need to get some posts ready for the Discord for that. Um, and finally, last piece of news: six weeks from now is PuckleCon. Just just put it on your calendars, folks. July twenty second, twenty third. On the twenty first, there's going to be a cookout. Um, at a location. If you want to get to that location, you need to go to the Discord and tell me that you are coming to PuckleCon on the 21st and you want to come to that cookout because I will be posting the location later this week uh, in that in that uh, specific channel. 
Yep. So you you do that is the only way to get the location is to join the Discord channel for PuckleCon. And I, I do look forward to meeting a lot of people. There's gonna be a lot of people there this year. Like oh, I've gotten yeah. awesome. I've I've gotten a lot of okays for it. Uh, we're on Pokemon.com now if you search in Columbus, Ohio for events that are going on because we are a yeah, sanctioned tournament. We're official now. Yeah, we're a sanctioned tournament, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it is an unplugged game store, as I said last time before, uh, yeah. the Guard Tower, where we're holding the event. Uh, but we're still going to play the video game anyway. So Yes. Uh, <laughs> and still, yeah, and, and again, I always say it every time online, and Dutch mentions Pokemon. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It, it is incredibly fun. It is a lot of fun to go, guys. I highly recommend it. It's just going to be a weekend of just pure Pokemon and friends and just having a blast. So if you and can not manage strong. it, just, and not yeah. strong, which is a That's the best part. No. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> Cold-blooded. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, guys, if you have the chance that you have the money, please show up. It's, you're going to have a great, great time. <laughs> I kid, Scrod. I kid. Uh, <laughs> all kids, Scrod. For real? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's it for the news. That, that's all the news I wanted to tackle in this segment right now. Um, yeah, definitely come out and hang out with us if you have the chance. We really do think it would be a blast to do so. Um, I We're going to hang out, just do Pokemon stuff, and uh, we're going to stream what we can of PuckleCon as well. So if you can't make it, you can still kind of partake. Uh, it's either going to be, it depends on how we can do it at the venue, whether or not we can actually set up a proper stream there, or if we're going to have to just do it at night, uh, we'll do some streams at night. So, uh, yeah, so that's going to be, that's it for the news. We're going to kick it on over to Puckles Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckles Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So I have uh, five questions for them. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, there's a possible total of seven points because one of these questions will have a bonus point attached to it. On top of that, uh, they will also have a uh, um, they also have a hint that they can use for any of these questions. If they get all the questions correct, they can cash in the hint at the end for an extra seventh point. Or a sixth point if they don't get the uh, extra bonus point. So uh, the this time I think they're playing for more coasters. These are awesome coasters though. So uh, first po- first people to first person two thirty. I don't think that there's anybody who is uh, very close to that right now. I think the highest score is nine. So hmm. you guys are all pretty evenly distributed, and you guys are pretty close to doing well. So here we go then. If you guys are ready, I'll start with the first question. Do it. All right. So the first question is comes from uh, Professor Snag. So he asks, uh, he wants to know what. Uh, so many of the uh, towns and locations in Pokemon are named after things. The islands of Alola are no exception. What are the islands of Alola named after? All right. So let's see. Mele Mele, Ula Ula, Akala, and Pony. Huh. Food. Mele Mele. Ah, I have um, no idea. Um, ula ula. Hmm. They sound like food, but I don't know if that's a very good like, line of reasoning. <laughs> uh, true. Food. 
That's that's but I may be wrong. Let's see. Akala. Akala. That sounds familiar to me. Hmm. Ula Ula and Mele Mele. Well, obviously they have some sort of uh, ethnic background here. So it's probably culturally oriented. So we could think, think something along the lines of uh, um, something indigenous to an area, maybe like animals or fish or... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I know that there's that one type of the mola mola, like alum alomamala, that sounds similar to that. I'm I'm gonna um, need an answer very soon. Hmm. Do you want to do the hint? You know, I think so because if we don't okay. use it, then, yeah, let's use the hint. Get our extra time in the yeah yeah. All right, so this is actually relatable to Gen One. Colors. Hmm. So colors are Gen One, yes. So I, yeah, let's let's go with. Mm, mm, wait a second. What could be similar to colors that's relatable to Gen? Maybe. Uh, mm. uh. Colors. Yeah, let's go with colors. I think that's. I think that's uh, the best we're gonna do. Okay. Um, go with final him. answer. Yes, that is correct. Um, so it really? turns out, yeah, these are that. Those are the Hawaiian words for colors. Mele mele is yellow. Um, uh, akala is pink, I believe. Oh, so um, like the tapos. Yeah, they're the same colors as the tapos. Oh, we learned. Yeah, something. fun fact. Fun, well, not just of the tapos, but like one of them is purple. Not, I don't think any of them are green. Uh, I think it's yellow. Like, I think it, it's yellow, green, red, and purple. Oh, now, now I have to send in a hard trivia question to Stump Professor Snag. Yeah. He made me use our, our hit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on then. So question number two. Uh, so that's one point for you guys, though. You guys are doing well. That's, that's one point. So with the upcoming release of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, uh, we, uh, it brings flashbacks of black and white too. Um, where the villain, uh, Gantis, uh, fuses Kyrem with, uh, Zekrom and Reshiram. So, did you know that Gantis has a last name canonically? Uh, and what is it? That's the question. What is Gantis's last name? Oh my name? goodness, I know it too. Oh my god. It's like a, uh, in, but, 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 something like preservation of Pokemon, not, it's very scientific. I, I know that. Right, I'm right. Like it's it's like Latin origin or something. It's it's like uh, oh my gosh, Whimsicott, If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I forgot. Oh, uh, she absolutely knows. She absolutely yeah, knows. She absolutely knows. It's uh, more in the. Coriolis. Oh no, no! Go. <laughs> I have no idea, man. Where's the help you here? <laughs> Why do you submit these questions? If you just want to make me oh they, cry. no, no, they they didn't submit it. I made. I wrote that one. I'm crying. No, it's fine. No, okay. No. Um, I don't know. I really. Ugh. All right, just know that I know it's something like that sounds scientific. 
and that's oh, Jesus Christ. I need, I need, I need, I need a choice. I need a choice. Can I get a half a point? <laughs> no, no, I don't deal in half points anymore. Oh no. Um, just I don't know what to say, man. Coriolis. That was Coriolis or something. Some, no. Coriolis. Yeah, oh, that's that final. I know answer? it's. I know it's wrong. It's is freaking it? wrong. Uh, so. So that is unfortunately incorrect. Um, the core, the Coriolis force is something completely different. Um, but uh, Harmonia is the last name. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harmonia. Harmonia. I know you were gonna know it as soon as I said it, but uh, that, that's a harder one. Okay, so let's let's switch gears from black and white to to the to an anime. Let's let's talk about the Pokemon anime for a little bit. Okay. So, we know that the anime takes some creative liberties when making differences between uh, the video game and the anime itself. One of these being, uh, in general, just that they use different Pokemon for gym team ro- rosters, for gym leaders. So they typically, typically what will happen is one or two or if just a few of the gym teams in every region will be slightly different just to make it more interesting story-wise uh, or something of that sort. Of course. And... Yeah, so it's it's a thing. It happens. And so my question – so it turns out, though, that there are two regions, um, one in which they change every single gym roster. Um, and there is another region in which they keep every single gym roster from the game that region is based on. So my question to you for a point for each is to name those two regions. I think uh, – one sec. I, I cut out a little bit. So it's one – region there where every roster is the same and one region where every roster is different yes okay i think the ross one with everyone is the same i think that's Sinnoh because i watched a lot of that anime and i never saw a discrepancy in the pokemon that you faced what about kanto uh i don't remember having a discrepancy in kanto either um, did you face a Kadabra? Oh, she had a, she had a, oh, no, she didn't. She had an Abra and the, that turned into Ooh. a Kadabra in Kanto. So it can't be that. And otherwise that's just wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. I'm talking about Sabrina, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Let's say, uh, we need to think about the roster where everything is different. It's not Kanto. Johto, if we can find one exception, uh, okay. the mil mil tank. Uh, she fights with mil tank. Okay, then it's not Johto. Yeah. Uh, Hoenn. Uh, Flannery has. Tor- uh, Tor- Does Roxanne have a two two geodes and a nose pass, or is it just one geode and a nose pass? Mm, can't remember. Huh? Maybe that is the one. Which one? Yeah, Hoenn. Think Hoenn? about it. Yeah, okay. because Brawly just had a Makuhita. No, Brawly had a Hariyama. Whenever in the anime, yeah. Uh, it, so Brawly and Roxanne are both different. Uh, yeah. Watson, he just had was it a Manek? Yeah, it's different with Watson too. I don't remember specifically, but it is. Um, for it was Flannery. I don't think she had a what was it a Nummel? Yeah. Uh, I'm. I really. I think. I think we're onto something here. Yeah, I think it's. I think we Sinnoh, Sinnoh is everything that's the same. And Hoenn is different. Everything that is different. Uh, okay, are, are those your final answers? Uh huh. I'll think about it a bit more. I don't want to be wrong. I, I need. I need one. I need. Oh one yeah, that is our final answer. Go with it. 
So that is correct on one account. Oh, no. Um, It turns out that it is, uh, that Sinnoh is correct. Sinnoh is the region in which there are no discrepancies, but the one in which there are all discrepancies is actually Johto. Um, the mill tank that you're thinking of, yes, she has a, yes, she has a mill tank, but she only has a mill tank in the anime. And in the games, she actually plays against you with like two Clefairy and a mill tank. Oh. So, so, so that, that's your difference there. But every roster is different in the, uh, in the Johto, in the Johto anime. So. It's a little sad. It's a little sad. So. Uh, that's fine. You guys are two points today, though. So good, good going there. I think you'll get the next two, though. Let's see here. So I've probably asked this. I've probably asked this question before on the show, but <sighs> giraffe rig. It's a Pokemon. It also turns out its name's a palindrome. There are three other Pokemon who are also palindromes, whose names are also palindromes. Name at least two of them, and you get a point. Oh. You name three, you get bragging rights. What's a palindrome? I'm so sorry. English is not palindrome. My first palindrome means it's uh, spelled the same forwards as it is backwards. Okay, thank you. Evie is one. Yeah, Evie's one. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We'll find one. Let me just think. Oh my goodness! You just need one more. It can do it. It can do it. It can do it. Mm. Evie mm. and. Oh, snap. Come on. We can do this, guys. We can do it, yeah. Come on, Scron. <laughs> Think short names. Hello. Mm. Hello. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yes. All right. It, are those we your done. final answers? Uh, that is that is correct. Uh <laughs> Uh, another answer would have also been a Loma Mola. Um, uh, yep. Uh, that, that is, uh, but that that gives you guys three points for the day. So let's move on then to question number five. So as always, I always ask you guys a question about stats. I have been letting you guys pick your types as well this week, this uh, this uh, session. So you guys chose ice type. So I want to know what you ice guys type. A lot of people. Scron chose ice type. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so. So, I didn't know what I was picking. <laughs> so, out of the Ice-type Pokemon, which one has the highest base special defense? Oh, That's oh. what I want to know. I thought you were going to ask defense, and I would have known. Uh, <laughs> what, what was you said for defense? Avalog, right? That's true. Yeah, 184. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's tied by Cloyster, or just Cloyster's, like, followed up with, like, 180. Uh, isn't it the, uh, the Snowflake? Uh, what's the name? Uh... Cryogonal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe... Is that revert? Yeah, it might be cryogonal. Let's think a bit more. Yeah. Uh, uh. It's cryogonal. Uh, the other special defense that I can think of is Glalie. Not Glalie. Glalie has oh. 80 base stats in each stat. Oh, okay. Uh, mm, not Articuno, right? Let's think Megas, maybe. Oh, Megas? Not... Is, are Megas included? Yeah, of course, oh, yeah. absolutely. Like yeah. AR every year, or every day, every week, every year. I've been doing this for over a year now. Fun fact. <laughs> Stop distracting us. <laughs> so what megas do we have? Megalili. Is that really the only one? No, there's there's more. Abama Snow. Mega Abama Snow. It's not Abama Snow. Uh... 
the thing is, is that most ice types are pretty much like glass cannons. So yeah, you don't yeah, really think yeah. about them defensively. Which is why that's just special defense. <laughs> what about Articuno? Articuno. No? Uh, I don't want to make it too easy on you guys, you know? I don't think Articuno's really that strong. Okay. This doesn't sound right to me. I think Cryogonal is a better uh, guess. I'm going to need yeah. an answer here. Shall we go with Cryogonal? Sure. Okay, Cryogonal it is. That is unfortunately incorrect, guys. Uh, it turns out that the uh, the answer is actually Regice. Regice is actually in the top oh, ten of all special oh, defense Pokemon. Uh, it's got a base two hundred special defense, so it blows That's all of these out of the water. Cool yeah, stuff. yeah, good to know for the future when you're playing against a Regice. Uh, so. Uh, that is it. That gives you guys three points today. Let me go. I That's hilarious. Have... That's the amount that you guessed that we're gonna get. <laughs> uh, that is about that is about the average that people get nowadays. Is uh, is that so? That actually makes us. Uh, that wraps a lot of things up and makes a lot of ties uh, still. So you guys are everybody's still in the running for everything. Uh, let me tell you that much. So cool. let me let me go ahead and sort everything. Uh, so right now in first place we have Snag with nine points. Followed up in tied for a second, we have a three-way tie with Maximus, Scrawn, and Jushiro. They're all there in uh, second place. Followed up in fifth place is Bosephus with five points. In sixth points, or in sixth place, we have Doctor Shamu with four points. Uh, Whimsicott and Viger are tied for seventh with three points, and Gators bringing up the rear with one. And Ethan has yet to get on the board. So that oh is going to be it for this week's uh, edition of Poke Quiz. You guys keep doing Pokemon stuff, and you'll hopefully get those coasters one day. So, <laughs> wrap it up before PuckleCon, guys, so I don't have to ship things. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna win just so you have to ship it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. So, that's it for Puckle's Poke Quiz. We're gonna take a short break after this, guys, and we're gonna come right back at you with the, uh, with the uh, topic. Hey guys, it's Bosefis, and if you're wanting to know how you can be more involved with the Puckle Podcast in between shows, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where you'll find information on all of our social medias. Also, we have a chat box there where you can come meet up, chat with us. On the second Monday of every month, we have a chat box meetup. Way to, good way to get a free 6IV ditto. All of that is at PucklePodcast.com, and if you want to email to the show, it's PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Catch you on the flip-flop! And on to the topic. The topic today is going to be just everything in that Pokemon Direct uh, <laughs> that dropped this week. It was it was such a surprise. On Monday, they dropped, they announced that they were going to do a Pokemon Direct literally within 24 hours. And uh, the which, internet exploded. Yeah, a lot of things happened. A lot of people were um, very hopeful for Pokemon Stars to be announced for the Switch, which was, I think, a dumb idea. Mid-generation shifting to another console. I didn't see it happening. It would have been a stretch of the imagination. It, I, and so so let, let's take a step back things that were announced in this were one we got the announcement that uh there's going to be a pokemon tournament deluxe for the switch uh we also got ultra sun and ultra moon confirmed for the switch which we can talk more about here in a minute um and then we also got pokemon gold and silver announced for the virtual console uh so they pulled out pretty much all all the guns all, all the, guns. the big guns yes they did honestly honestly I'm I, all these things were things I expected were reasonable to expect in the near future 
I mean, we Jushira and, and I were talking about Pokemon tournament literally just last week, being like, "Yeah, it's probably going to be announced." And we and, really, and we really felt it was going to be an either or. It's it wasn't going to be all of that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really happy that it was everything. Uh, I they they did throw a curveball because typically when they announce new games for the end of the year, they typically announce them in May, mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle of May. They do always do it before E3. That should be that should be said. They do always do it before E3. If a Pokemon game is not announced by E3, it's not happening that year. Uh, unless it's a spin-off, Un- of course. Unpredictability has become the new predictability with this. That, that's literally that. This literally what's been happening. Like they've just been they have been all over the place recently, especially in, ever since ever since Black and White Two. Let me tell you, like I used to be able to predict them, and <laughs> I used to be Maybe able to predict them. What they do is they listen to the show and like whatever. People whatever I say, say, whatever I say is just we're gonna. Whatever I say is not gonna happen. They're just gonna. They're be just like, like, yeah, oh, that's gonna that, that's thinks this is gonna happen. We gotta scrap the whole project. But scrap to be the completely whole, honest, that's what. That's why Pokemon has, Stadium X hasn't happened. They're just like, <laughs> they're just like he keeps wanting that. Now we we have it ready. It's sitting there. We've had it ready for like six years. We just he keeps saying it's gonna happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> to be fair, now it's become the fact that. You are always right by being wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I swear, no, because after it didn't happen in May, I didn't expect a game. But when they announced this direct, I'm like, okay, there's probably going to be a game. You yeah. know, I, I, I expected there to be a game announcement because they don't. I have never seen them hold a Pokemon direct that didn't have something to do with the main game in some fashion. Yeah. Um, every Pokemon direct has had something to do. You had the one where they announced X and Y you had the one where they talked about Pokemon bank. That was probably the furthest they've ever gone from the main game with the Pokemon direct. Yeah. Uh, they, they've talked about Pokemon bank, but that's just because here's some more features for um, the main game. game. Exactly. And so that that's the, that's the big thing. And then they also, then we had the direct that announced sun and moon. We had, and then now we have the most recent direct where they announced Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So they they have a history of if there's a Pokemon direct, it's it's a main series game uh, announcement. Right. Gentlemen, of some I sort. have a question. Yeah, I have a question. So I only managed to see part of the direct before my internet decided to cut on me that unfortunate night. Yeah, um, but uh, concerning the two games, uh, Gold and Silver and Pokken. About mm-hmm. gold and silver, will this have any main game con- connectivity? Yeah, no. This is this this is going to be just like uh, the red and blue Virtual Console titles. Mm-hmm. You're going to have connectivity to the Pokebank, uh, oh, just like those. So sweet. I I'm I'm more excited for these than I I should have been because I like I Heart Gold Soul Silver are fantastic games like yeah. like hands down. But I don't know like. I, I definitely grew up with Pokemon. I started in Gen 1, but Gen 2 is the part where I probably logged way more hours because yes, Pokemon was still, like, it was a phenomenon then. And that's when you were just, like, really into the sequel and you're diving into, like, this more complete game because this is this, you have the special defense, you have the special split into special mm-hmm. attack and special defense, which and is when... And the two regions. Yeah, and you had the two regions. And, I, I mean, just looking at it and the uh, the music is slightly different. The music just has, like... It has this hint of nostalgia for me. And so, like, I, I am wearing these rose-colored glasses, you know. And I'm just – I'm wearing the nostalgia glasses hardcore. And it, I don't know. It, it hits me better than Red and Blue did. It does. Okay. It really does. It, it hits My... me harder in that way. So, like, I, I'm very excited for these games. Like, mm. I, I will buy it right away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, my second question is this: regarding uh, the Pokken Tournament Deluxe, mm-hmm. am I right in assuming that the once exclusive 
Pokemon to Japan are now going to be coming to the main game. Yes, they they are including uh, they are including all of the arcade cabinet characters, and they're adding Decidueye. Yeah. Oh so, my lord! I think Jushiro and I can both attest that oh, like yes. Darkrai is one of the most fun characters to play. Oh, Darkrai so. is super fun to play. When I went to Japan, mm-hmm. uh, visit Ra, uh, we, I visit Scron, and we went over at Akihabara. Um, we played Pokémon in, in an arcade, and Darkrai was so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> yeah. No, we're getting we're getting those four characters. So we're getting uh, Croagunk, Empoleon, Scissor, and Darkrai. In addition to that, we're also getting Decidueye. There's some new modes in the game that aren't in the cabinet and weren't in the Wii U version, which is going to be a lot of fun. And I, I don't know. This this is uh, I really like that they're taking the Switch and they're amping up all of the games they put on the Wii U. I'm glad like, they're, they're amping they're amping them up because it's just like a lot of those games didn't feel like they were complete, and probably due to the fact that they're just like, well, we're not going to sell that many because there's only 13 million units out in the wild. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now they're going, okay, we're probably going to sell more of that in the Switch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they're just here's some games that these people probably didn't buy. We're just gonna make them properly, uh, quote, yeah. quote unquote. And we're getting uh, we're getting good versions of these games. And yeah. I, I I was into Pokemon for a while. I know my wife's way more into it than I am. She's so, pretty damn. Boy, good. She's Sorry. a good player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Please no. please mute that out. <laughs> it's true. It came from the heart because she is. She's a really good player. Yeah, she's really good. And so uh so she's really excited for that. I, I'm so, I'm excited for In to play reference as well. to uh Pucklecon, me, Scron, and Misty participated in a triathlon where she was with a TCG video game and Pokemon. Um we participated in that in the Pokemon Nationals. And it was a lot of fun and Misty really kicked ass uh, in uh Pokemon. Yeah, she's she's really good. She got really into that game. So yeah. Uh, she's, I mean, she's really good at a lot of video games, honestly. Like, yeah. uh, just, just as like a, a side note story. Um, we were playing, we, so we go to, uh, we go to do a, um, a premiere challenge for Pokemon, just the video game in VGC. So I hand her a team, you know, I'm just like, here's a team I've been playing with here. Just try it out and have some fun with it. You know, we can, we can just play, we get points just for playing and stuff like that. And we'll get like a pack or something just for participating. And so... You know, she goes in there though, and she's for never playing that game once. She comes in, or playing with that team once. She just like she goes like four and one, and it's just like it's just like what happened? You did you don't even understand the basic strategies that are happening. You don't know the meta. What's going on? It's called uh, pure <laughs> natural talent, Patch. Yeah, she's she's got a lot of natural talent when it comes to Pokemon. <laughs> and it, it's really surprising because, like, it's a lot of stuff that, like, it took me a while to practice. And so, I mean, I, I'd really like to see what it's like if she would actually, like, sit down and practice as much as I do, you to know? Make it, to make an anime reference, it's like when Frieza returned in Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I returned. So how can I become a powerful? Well, Frieza actually never trained his whole life. So now he trained and became ultra powerful just because before it was all just natural talent. That's missing. Yeah. I, I'm honestly, I, I'm honestly really interested to see what would happen if she were to actually like practice and train as yeah. much as we would. But uh, that's that's not neither here nor there. She's she's yeah. fantastic at that. She's even good at the TCG. It turns out, like, uh, but d- another story, another story for another time. Uh, so <laughs> um, we're gonna go, but uh, back to let, let's shift gears. We were talking about uh, Pokemon tournament, and let's let's switch to the big news: the Ultra Sun, the Ultra Moon, the big thing that people probably want to hear us talk about. Yeah. Uh, new games are coming out for the Switch, or not for the Switch. Uh, that should be noted. Uh, it's for the 3DS. Yeah. As we noted before, there was a there was a press release put out saying no, no, that was a typo on their website. 
Um, so first, let's talk about how a lot of people got enraged uh, mm-hmm. because this was on 3DS. Uh, yeah. I just I just want to put to bed like how I, I this is just because rumors got out of control here. We've had this stars rumor for the Switch for the longest time. We've had we've had it ever since I believe November. They've been talking about stars on the Switch, Pokemon stars on the Switch, and uh, even then, I think the big contributor to that rumor, I forget her name, Laura something on Twitter. Yeah. She was uh she's a very big contributor to that. Uh saying stars is coming out, stars is coming out. And she's gotten a lot of other predictions right. Like a ton of predictions. And so good for her. Uh but this one unfortunately not. Like the night before the direct, she's like, My money's on stars. And uh I love that they kind of, that that entire direct was a tease, let me tell you. Uh <laughs> because they start with the they start with the the switch logo and talking about the switch, Pokens coming out to the switch. Uh, you know it's an eight-minute direct, and like four minutes into it, you're still on a trailer about Pokémon Tournament. Really long trailer, by the way. That trailer made no sense to me. Yeah, uh, it was really long. Yeah, and so at the end, they, they're just like, oh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and then they go on to talk about Pokémon Tournament afterwards. And it's it's hilariously, uh, it's hilariously like, you're not going to talk about the elephant in the room. You know, the game that you're not talking about that you just showed in that trailer. Uh, but Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, it looks like we didn't get too much, uh, footage of it. Just a very, very small amount. Um, it looks like there's going to be some kind of Necrozma fusion with, uh, Solgaleo and Lunala, which is kind of cool. It brings back black and white two memories, which is, which is fine. I I mean, I think their designs are awesome. Um, I, I'm perfectly fine with it. I think it's going to be, Although, I think it's be something interesting. What is interesting, one of my theories is this time around, though, it doesn't really look like it's a fusion. It looks like they're wearing Necrozma. Yeah. No, no, you're so, right. So it could be more of an armor, like Necrozma transformed into armor mm-hmm. that can be used on them. That's how I see it, at least. That, Isn't that, that could ability happen. prism armor? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely Necrozma there. Um, I I really like these are called Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because it, of the Ultra Beast more than likely. Yeah. So we probably we probably and Necrozma being in this limbo of is it a Pokemon? Is it an Ultra Beast? Uh, in the lore because it's uh it's it's probably both. Uh, yeah. In in that sense, if people are concerning them that way, and so I I'm very excited to see that. That's going to be a very interesting way to go about it. I'm I'm looking forward. I, I don't know about the Core Core that's going to drop this week. Mostly because I think it's just going to be Marshadow Z move, and they're going to just ignore the fact that these games were announced, and mm. we'll have to wait until July until we get some Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon information. Uh, the the mid generation games like this are very, uh, they're very hard to wait for because we're not getting news drops like we did for Sun and Moon. Yeah. Like Sun and Moon, mm-hmm. we were getting news drops like every three weeks. You know, uh, here we're going to probably get some trickles, maybe some story info. You know. Maybe a yeah. new location announced, something like that. I, I do like that they're just reusing the assets, and they call this one a uh, quote-unquote alternate storyline. So, which means it probably isn't a sequel. It's more like a yeah. what if. Yeah, it's not. It's not a sequel in this way. I mean, there's a lot of differences in the trailer for uh, for Alola. One thing I did notice is um, in the trailer. I don't know if a lot of people caught this, but in the trailer, when your when your trainer's hitting a Z ring, I don't know if it's to fuse Necrozma or whatever. Um, but he's hitting his Z ring. You notice that the Z ring is black. The Z ring that you receive in Sun and Moon is white. Yeah. And I don't know how much attention you guys paid to Z rings in Sun and Moon when you played it, but every every island gives you a different color Z ring. Yeah. It turns out, depending on what island you're from. And I believe if I, I you could you could uh, give me a, I could be incorrect, but I believe that if you have a black Z ring, the black Z rings actually come from uh, Ula Ula Island. 
Interesting. I, I believe Sweet. so. So, so yeah, different color Z rings mean different different islands of origin. Uh, so it's uh that, that's something to keep in mind like the z-ring could come in at a different point which would be interesting in itself Ooh. um those z-rings seem to be handed out like candy anyway in alola and, <laughs> yeah i mean if you Ducks. look at it, it I, I don't know i'm very interested to see the story because uh i i was uh, i was talking to somebody and i'm just like out of pokemon games sun and moon definitely had the most story um, yeah. they had the most story, and so I, I'm genuinely curious to see if the story changes and how so. I mean, it should change, obviously, right? We get Liger Zero <laughs> on Manala. So, um, I'm very interested in that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very happy it's on 3DS. Uh, I, I'm sad and happy about 3DS, because, I mean, last week we had that long conversation about content creation. Yeah. Uh, with, and so this is still limiting that to some extent. I, I'm sure that uh, Katsu Kitty in Japan is going to be hit up for some 3DSs um, uh, come November. So, <laughs> Indeed. Uh, in, until somebody else develops a new capture card. So mm-hmm. um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, by the way, <laughs> just as like a fun pet project. Uh, <laughs> me, and, me and some of my electrical engineering friends are like, we could probably do that. Uh, so wow. we're, uh, we're, we're going to see if we can. Uh, it's, we just got to figure out how to duplicate the board for some of these. Um, mm-hmm. you can, you can get some information on Loopy's boards, but not a hundred percent. Yeah. And it would be great to have another domestic seller. Like I, I literally am not, I would not want to do it for money, but I'd want to do it just for, uh, just to be like, yeah, we need a domestic person to make these like somebody in the U S that's not from Japan and has a four month lead time. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so I, I'm hoping we get to that very soon. Um, so, uh, what, what, what are your guys' thoughts? I want to, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, though. I, I've been speaking a lot about Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and I want to hear you guys, because this is what this is about. This is a conversation. Um, I'm excited. I, I am too. Uh, uh, what it, like, honestly, I don't really know what to expect, and I kind of like mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. I really like that it's not a predictable thing. Like, Omega Ruby Ma- Alpha Sapphire, when that was announced, I'm like, yeah, we're going to get remakes, and they're going to try to shove in Mega Evolution, which they did. Like, that was me, the game. Pokemon is more than just, like, the games you play, but more like the the actual material that gives you, like, sort of like a fantasy sort of mm-hmm. environment to, like, create in your own mind. So what I'm mainly hoping for in this situation are, like, new locations and new, like, Alola forms or something yeah. else along those lines. I don't know if we're going to get new Alolan forms. That would be nice. Granted, that would be phenomenal. I'd be mm-hmm. super happy with getting a new Alolan form, like, but I, I don't think it'll happen. I, I'm seeing, I can see an expanded Pokedex. I can totally see us going from, you know, the 300 Pokemon in the Alola decks to something like 400, 450 maybe. They might be like, oh, Charmander's in Alola now because you have that Charizard ride feature. And that, that bugged me a lot. That Charizard fly existed, but he's not in the Pokedex. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. He, he's got to be in the Pokedex. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I'm hoping that we could maybe there's going to be a callback to like Johto starters or something. I think that would be really cool. I'd really like the uh, I'd really like the whole Gen two thing not to get swept under the rug. Yeah, uh, especially since these two uh, games somewhat share colors with Gold and Silver, um, the the Sun and Moon and the Gold and Silver. I mean, we we made mentions of that way back when Sun and Moon was announced, you know, last year. So mm-hmm. we made mentions that they they look like Gen two, and we were hoping for you know Gen two Mega Evolutions, and yeah. <laughs> ha ha ha, that didn't happen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't get our Gen 2 Megas, you know? And uh, I'm hoping we do. I'd, I'd be super happy if we get Gen, if we get Gen 2 Megas. Um, I doubt we're going to get, see any new Mega Evolutions though. If we do, I'll be pretty yeah, happy. We, yeah, I don't think so either. Um, I don't think we'll see them. If we, if we see Mega Evolutions, I feel like it's going to come through the, for, through a, uh, through a, like a remake, like a Gen 4 remake. Yeah. Or because Gen, Gen 8 can return to featuring Megas. But yeah, honestly, honestly, yeah, Gen 8 could go to that. I would be super happy with Gen 8 going back to something like that. I, I don't know what they could do further. Honestly. Oh, they will think of something. I, I, They will. I, I didn't expect the forms. I knew they were really big on the internet in Gen 6, like people coming up with new like variations. Yeah. And so I like that they took it and they kind of put their own spin on it. So that that was cool. And yeah. it, it ended up working out really well. It made a lot of old Pokemon worthwhile again. Relevant, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, Marowak's actually used now. And uh, Marowak's always one of those Pokemon that, like, has had such a cool move pool, and it hasn't been able to do anything. Of course, we're talking about Alolan now, right? <laughs> yeah, well, Alolan Marowak now is cool, too. But yeah. um, you also have things such as uh, not just Alolan Marowak, but, I mean, Persian. Alolan Persian's fantastic. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Alolan, uh, Alolan Muck, she's way more used than Muck. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that dark type was phenomenal for it. It did so much, yeah. and the I mean these Alolan forms were fantastic, and I, I do I do look forward to see what the Pokemon Company can do next with Gen yeah. Eight, and, I'm, uh, and and which comes to uh, my the whole thing about people being really frustrated that uh, Pokemon Ultra mm-hmm. Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is not on Switch. It really needs to be expected. Um, yeah, if they absolutely. were going to do the jump to Switch, they would do a new generation for it. Yeah, they, they, they tap a gener- a past generation into a new console. They typically do. Uh, they typically do each generation on its own console. They don't like to split it. Uh, that's never been done before. I mean, outside of like the Game Boy and Game Boy Color, but yeah. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even count that. Yeah, I, don't had, think, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even count Game Boy Game Boy Color as two different consoles. They were essentially the same, and. So it's a uh, it's one of those things. I would be very happy to see uh, Pokemon, I, Pokemon on the Switch, but in Gen Eight, like an engine made for it, you know. And I, I think I don't, I don't think we're going to see a new Pokemon game next year. I yeah. really, I really don't. If we do, it's Gen Four remakes. Uh, but I think next year they'll probably take a break so that they can work on getting a Switch Pokemon game ready. Yeah, Gen Eight. Yeah, Gen 8 will be ready. I mean, maybe they'll maybe in the meantime they'll give us like, "Hey, here, have Gen 4 while while you wait." Uh Yeah. And just like just like pander to us. But I, I honestly I don't think I need Gen 4 because I can play Gen 4 on my on my 3DS right now. Uh yeah. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can just hop on my 3DS right now and play Gen 4. So uh, yeah, though, yeah, to be yeah. fair, to be fair, those games are getting kind of expensive. I didn't realize it. They're ridiculously um, expensive. Because like before, it was just Heart Gold Soul Silver. I thought were absurdly priced because they were priced at like fifty dollars, which is more than they cost new. But now Gen Four, like the other Gen Four games, are getting there because they used to only be like thirty dollars used. I mean, that's typical of a Pokemon game. Thirty dollars sounds about right. And so I was I was looking at it the other day though because like um, I'm just like, well, how much like is Platinum or something like that? Platinum's like forty five bucks now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the going price for it, and uh, Diamond and Pearl jumped up from thirty to forty. Yeah, I like, ridiculous. Uh, I mean, Pokemon games hold their value, and this is the reason why. And well, and it happens a lot with Nintendo games because Mario games are exactly the same. They mm-hmm. never they go up in price instead of going down. I mean, same thing with uh, Xenoblade Chronicles and yep. Metroid Prime. I mean, same thing happened there. So 
I, I'm very surprised. And I, I mean, I guess it is time for a Gen 4 remake then. Like, it, in my mind, that's time for a Gen 4 remake. Yep. So. When you can so no longer afford the original one. Yeah, exactly. Time for that Gen 4 remake, guys. I, I'm Gen hoping we get. I, bingo cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping for a. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of hoping for a, a Battle Frontier, though, in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Like, I just mean, give me a facility. Absolutely. I need give me a facility. We've material. been. We've, we've been. We've been asking for that for so long. And I think they might as well also include like another island with the battlefront. Yeah. Like a specific Honestly, island with that. Yeah, I think I think they I think you're absolutely right. I think that's one hundred percent what they should do. I think they should add in another island uh where it's just battle facilities. You could even so uh I found this really fun theory about the uh, vacant lots. Like we've been talking about the vacant lots on the islands for a while. And yeah. we've been talking about how they're probably gonna turn into gyms or something of that sort. Uh, what would be great about those vacant lots is what if you turn them into uh, battle facilities? Like in Emerald, where you had the battle facilities spread around uh, Emerald yeah. to get yourself acquainted with the Battle Frontier? And what if it was still Scott? Because uh, he's, he's like wearing a Hawaiian shirt like all the time. Like he, he, that he is, is awesome, all, yeah. He is also my spirit animal. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Thatch, could you just please say this out loud for me? Scott is my spirit animal. I, I just, just want to hear it. Well, Scott, not Scrawn, is my spirit animal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what are you talking about, man? I just wanted to hear you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take that clip for yourself on Monday. Uh, <laughs> um,. <laughs> Um, you know, it's, it's, it's great. I, I'm hoping that's what's coming out of it. We can, we're going to be talking certainly in the, in the coming weeks more about this. So, uh, I think, I think that's where we'll cut it right here. Uh, we're going to go to commercial break guys and we'll come right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So Scrawn, have you been eating a well-balanced breakfast in Japan? Well, uh, I think so. I mean, usually I have like some fish or some eggs occasionally. I, I like to mix in some cabbage and occasionally peppers. Every morning I have two cups of coffee um, and I occasionally mix in some orange juice with there. So, yeah, I, I think so. I think it's well balanced. But no combios. Damn it, Thatch. Well, then you're not. Combios, they're food. Poke of the episode. And welcome back. This is the Pokemon of the episode with National Dex number 537, Seismitoad, the vibration Pokemon. They shoot paralyzing liquid from their head bumps. They use vibration to hurt their opponents. What a dull Pokedex entry. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, re- that's really dumb. Like, you could, you could it's get what, like, like, it's you literally the Pokedex X- entry for like three of the different regions. It is true. It is true. It creates vibrations and increases the power of its punches. That one sounds cooler. Um, <laughs> like, like, they shoot paralyzing liquid with their head bumps. <laughs> So it in remind, uh, Gen, in reminded Gen 6, me of you, Thatch. <laughs> in Gen Six, uh, Toad got a got a boost to his attack stat, making it a base ninety five, making him an okay Pokemon. Still not great. So, uh, Toad is currently, I believe, in the RU tier. Um, oh, he went down to NU now. My apologies. He was an RU prior. 
Uh, <laughs> With those curves, oh. <laughs> Yeah, so Seismitoad can't do too much. It gets, uh, it gets, it, it gets decent abilities in Poison Touch. Poison Touch is a decent ability, in my opinion. Swift Swim's great, Swift man. Swim, Swift Swim's great. I think it's outclassed, though, by Swamp Mega Swampert right now. Um, mm. like, really outclassed by Mega Swampert. Um, mm. and then Water Absorb is also nice to have as well. So, so Seismitoad, though, you can go ahead and you can run as a, you could run it as a Swift Swim user. I wouldn't because, I mean, you might as well run Mega Swampert instead. It's the same typing, but you can run a really cool lead. Um, I really like the idea of running Stealth Rocks, Scald, Earthquake, and Knockoff. I really like that mm-hmm. idea. And just bulking him up on the defensive side since his, uh, his defenses are pretty equal, but I, I feel like you're better off with defense. Yeah, and you you can also go ahead and you could do special defense if you want. Uh, I think poison jab's a really good pick, especially if you're poison jab. Poison. Yeah, he he does get he does get access to poison jab, which is nice. The poison I mean, touch he, that's a really reliable way to poison, actually. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, the, I would much rather have like toxic than regular poison. Uh, yeah, just yeah. just like personally, he he does get access to a few other things though. He gets access to uh, let's see. Uh, toxic Venoshock, you know, which you probably wouldn't want to use, but uh, he Balance also gets set, ex- he does get access mm-hmm. to Power Up Punch, which is an interesting choice uh, that you could also run, and Low Kick, but I, I would and Drain Punch. Drain Punch is also another option for him as well. Uh, you could try to go all out like attack base, but base seventy four speed just isn't getting you anywhere quick. That'd be fun to try though, like a Choice Scarf set with it. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be really gimmicky, mm-hmm. but it'd be a lot of fun. So, yeah. just something to think about there. Uh, but let's let's switch it over to the TCG side, Jushiro. What, what's up with that? Of course. So, Seismitoad uh, was pretty infamous in the TCG with Seismitoad EX, a card that is no longer in standard, but still very much played in Expanded. Now, what did Seismitoad EX do? Well, it's first attack, Quaking Punch for two colorless, 30 damage. Your opponent can't play any item cards. This means that your opponent is essentially item locked. Now, the important thing as to why this was so good is because at the time where this card was on its own glory, we had no way of blocking effects from attacks. We we had ways mm-hmm. of blocking effects from ability, but not attacks. That was pretty difficult. Now, that made Seismitoad very powerful in just completely nullifying your opponent's chances to play in any cards that he needs. Now, its second attack, Grenade Hammer. For two water, one colorless, 130. This attack does 30 damage to two of your own bench Pokemon. Now you'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah you're damaging yourself. But again, Seismitoad EX existed in a place where Rough Seas was in play, which means that all your water Pokemon get to hit, get healed 30 damage. So essentially, the next turn, you would just erase that damage done. So it was a really reliable, really powerful card. Now, fast forward to Standard. Not so much. We no longer have <laughs> EX in Standard, but we do have a Stage 2 Seismitoad thanks to breakpoint it has its first attack siphon off which is basically one water energy and you get to attach three energies water energies or no three just ten energies from your discard pile to that pokemon and then you have shaky fall for four water pokemon water pokemon water energies 90 attack and then your opponent active pokemon is now confused this pokemon can't retreat doing your opponent's next turn now in theory it might sound a lot like a good card however it is a stage two with no point of really getting to it and 90 damage just doesn't cut it anymore so no. seismic has moved from being an excellent card for with the x down to yeah i'm not just gonna play this ever yeah well to be fair to be fair we should say that 
Uh, the Seismitoad EX is kind of getting a rebirth with the Neuvern GX coming yes, out in, it really uh, is. in the next set. So that it is getting a rebirth of some sorts, but it's not Seismitoad. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's just the same card, but in a different Pokemon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I've got some fun trivia. Is it based on a frog? Uh, well, one sec. Uh, size- <laughs> yes, yes. It, it's actually... Uh, uh, Seismitoad is, shares the type category with Palpitoad and Vibrava as the vibration Pokemon. Obviously. Additionally, uh, oh yeah, obviously Thatch. Jesus. <laughs> okay. The other, Go eat your the other thing is that its Japanese name is Gama Gero Gero, or uh, Gama Geroge, which is like part of part of that is Gero Gero, which in Japanese is like the sound that they say a frog makes instead of croak croak so like gato gato mm-hmm. that's fine yeah. also gamma means toad so okay wow interesting okay <laughs> Fun okay fact. this is like one of the shortest this is one of the shortest pokemon of the episode segments that i've ever done uh, so <laughs> because it's seismitoad i mean he doesn't get too much other than poison and water type moves and fighting type surprisingly yeah uh, he does get earthquake as well so it's like four types he gets um, he's just outclassed by Swampert on so many, on so many things. He's only weak to grass though. That should be noted. He's only weak to grass. Um, that is his only weakness and it's an awful one. Yeah. So, so Seismitoad, decent Pokemon. You can think about it, but you could just run Swampert instead. So, <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, sometimes I fly will love that I gave him budget Swampert instead of, uh, just like I gave him budget Arcanine the other day. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> So he can go ahead, check out PocoPodcast.com. Sometimes I fly writes an amazing article on the Pokemon of the episode of the week. So check that out. You'll get some more information on how to run Seismitoad and some more information on the history of Seismitoad. Excellent articles. Keep it up. Uh, you can also check out the rest of the articles at PocoPodcast.com as well. So we are going to ki- change gears here, guys, and we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. Wow, that was really good. You guys were, like, on it that time. Like, <laughs> like that, was, that was a good <laughs> harmony of hooves. Uh, so, uh, as always, you guys, this is the segment of the show where we read listener mail. Uh, you guys can send those in to us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, whatever it be, whether or not be a prompt or not, uh, just let us know. Uh, just send them in. We'll, we'll take a look at it and we'll probably read them. So I believe uh, last week's question was I totally don't remember. Um, oh, what's your favorite gen? I believe. Oh no, no, that was the week before. Uh, oh my gosh, um, something, something. I don't actually remember what the question was. We'll, we'll get so, to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, but you guys can take a look. You can send those in. We'll have a question for you this week as well. Like what you're excited for in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. That's obviously going to be it because I do want to hear what your guys' thoughts on this direct was as well. So. Let's jump into it. I'll grab this first one from Ten Little Men with his Ten Little Feet. So, greetings, Puckle. Ten Little Men here writing in to answer this week's mailbag. Actually, last week's because he uh, he wrote in late. 
Um, I found it pretty interesting that the mailbag question this week had a correct answer for once. There's even a common term termed a phrase to answer the question. Third time is a charm after all. <laughs> I really like Gen 3 for three main reasons. He's answering the question, what's your favorite gen? Uh, I really don't. I really like the early game options to add to the team. If Gen Five taught me anything, it's that cool Pokemon don't matter if you can catch them and if you can't catch them until the last ten percent of the game. That is one hundred percent true, actually. Uh, trumpets are the best instrument, and most importantly, three. I don't have to wait six years to watch a Blissey faint. Generation Three has fast overworld movement, snappy battle animations, and quick to navigate menus. Diamond and Pearl, being the most painfully slow games in existence, help to emphasize the sense of flowing speed in Gen Three. Heart Gold and Soul Silver, to a lesser extent, Platinum are great games, but my unyielding hatred towards Diamond and Pearl prevent Gen 4 from topping for me. Well, I could rant on this topic for hours, but I think I'll cut myself here for the sake of brevity. With a hashtag Puckle10 and 20 nostalgic flip-flops, 10 little men float zooming away. Uh, all right. So we're going to move on then to Red yep. 7. You got this, Scrawn. Red 7. Yep, I got you. He says, Good afternoon, he says, Captain Puckle Crew. This is Red Seven see, reporting. What? Did you see the you Bane voice? Bane? He says Bane voice in the subject. Oh, time to go. Oh, he, I think I think that's just supposed to be in Bane voice. He, he says Bane voice. Where? Look at the subject of the email. Oh, sure. Okay. I don't think you have to do Bane voice for the Good afternoon, time. thoughts and Puckle Crew. <laughs> that's <really good. laughs> this is Red Seven reporting in for this week's mailbag. It's funny that last week's topic was over mobile games, for you see, it was a mobile app that recently reignited my passion for Pokemon. I found myself burnt out in early March. Pokemon just wasn't doing it for me anymore. I tried desperately to complete my second playthrough of Moon version, but I just couldn't bring myself to play for more than a couple minutes at a time. I realized I was going through the motions of battle and adventure and became disgusted with myself for force-feeding my inner child with a game that I had grown up for almost 20 years. I placed my 3DS on my nightstand and walked away from a life that I had known for so long. (laughs) It wasn't until I caught wind of Pokemon Go's rock event from Puckle episode 287 that I decided to give Pokemon another go. (laughs) (laughs) Rock is one of my favorite types, and for some reason, I couldn't shake a feeling of excitement as I fired up my phone and searched for Geodudes, Shuckles, and the ever-exclusive Lavatar. After the event, my love of Pokemon found new vigor like never before. I now want to do something I have never tried in all my years of being a trainer, playing Pokemon TCG. Toshiro's podcast has been accompanying me as I dip my toes into these new waters, and I can honestly say that I am both excited and nervous to what this aspect of the franchise has in store for me. This is all thanks to Puckle, which has kept me anchored during my temporary break, and Pokemon Go, which brought me back from the brink. Thank you, fat and wonderful co-host, for reminding me why I love this game. If it wasn't for you guys and this awesome community, I probably wouldn't be playing today. And with that, I am off. Later days, Red 7. Hashtag Puckle 10. I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or as like, I'm an enabler. 
Like, <laughs> you know, like, like if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be playing today. Well, is that a good thing? Like, like you're definitely an awful Fred person. It's like, if you're getting to TCG and you're using my podcast as helping you throughout the way, am I making you a poorer person in life? Yes. Yes. Am I gonna be responsible for your economical stress right now? Like how like how's your how, like how's your social life? That's what I want to know. Like, um okay. Okay, Jashir, I'm gonna give you this next one from Good Pilgrim. Good Pilgrim. Okay. He's actually a fan he's a friend of Snags, so it works out. Oh nice. A long one too. Okay, here we go. It's the longest one of the day. So There we go. So no voice from me, though. So Jen Warner's thoughts from Good Pilgrim. Hey, Thatch and Co. Interesting topic for episode 288. Certainly not least because anyone who is presently interested in Pokemon in any capacity has encountered those who, in their immovable devotion to Gen 1 purity, tend to, perhaps inadvertently, suck, suck the fun out of the rest of us. Um, so, uh, psycho- uh, sociologically speaking, I think this is the fascinating study. In defense of the Gen 1ers, their perspective, as Thatch mentioned, is one largely of nostalgia. But why was their love of Pokemon relegated to the realm of nostalgia alone? Why didn't they keep up with it? In the, in the question, I think, is the answer. And to keep up with Pokemon, one must keep up with Pokemon. In other words, it requires, <laughs> this is great. It requires resources. Yes, money. But more than that, for Gen Waters, the cost is also mental and emotional energy. To understand why it cost them so much, one must understand why they got into Pokemon in the first place. I think it was fun. That's the main thing. Gen 1ers got into Pokemon for the same reason as most of the rest of us, Omni-Geners. There, they, they, there was a great story. There were monsters that befriended you and fought for you. And you were even encouraged to pick a favorite. Psychologically speaking, this behaves like a hor- hor- horoscope. Even those who don't believe in astrology consult their horoscopes to get insights into themselves. It is the same as those quizzes that promises to tell you which Avenger or Spice Girl you are. That's part of it. Also, as, as the Wait, Gen wait, Jushiro, Jushiro. What? Which Avenger are you? I know you have to have taken a quiz like that. I did. I got Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally... Confident. And I'm, I'm not going to say it because I am totally an alcoholic. Not that. Not at all. <laughs> I totally called that. Did you see? Did you see the little thing about what Thor was doing on YouTube about what Thor was doing during Civil War? Yes, that was hilarious. Oh my gosh, that was the best. I really, I really hope his roommate shows up in Thor three. <laughs> I really hope so too. And 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 to end this side note, Thor three looks amazing. Anyway, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> also, as the Gen Oneers got older, they came to add divide. It came there came a divide over the value and the use of the games. There are either childish toys to use in the free time, or there are for serious competitors only. Whether that's true if or not, it's irrelevant. That's how Gen Wanners perceived it. And if, if it's childish, they are more adult past. They have more adult pastimes. If it's a serious competition, they feel they don't. They can't compete with the Omni Geners, and so they claim that it's childish. But because they still love with deep nostalgia the original 151, they won't actually claim it's childish. But instead, that they that the game was ruined by things like Garbodor. They are trapped in between. They loved it, especially because they could identify themselves horoscope-like with one or more of the original 151. 
But now the sea has become unnavigable. I can't pronounce that word. And they feel that you have no right to claim love for it because they cannot compete with people who take it seriously. So they, they are made, they feel to deride it. Therefore, back to the sociological viewpoint, the discussion is a chicken-egg debate or a who-shot-first question. By the way, it was Han Solo. Did Gen 1ers speak the first word of hate for Gen 2 and up? Or did Omni-Geners mock the Gen 1ers for showing preferences in Gen 1? Because we can all agree personal preferences is part of the built-in fun of Pokemon, but we can sometimes be too vociferous about it. In any case, battle lines have been drawn. Gen 1ers, by and large, will not change. Omnigeners, by and large, cannot let Pokemon live in the past. They call into action. Therefore, it's not to convince your Gen 1ers friends to expand because it's not a question of their eternal souls. It is a question of their preferences for the franchise. Pokemon Go was so successful partially because Gen 1ers could legitimately compete and relive the golden days. The debate was sparked anew with Gen 2 in Go. Again, who shot first there? Were Gen 1ers? Well, that's un- un- uh, unanswerable. But the point I'm making, I'm trying to make is Gen 1ers, who mostly aren't listening to this show because they're, well, Boas, uh, because they're uh, advanced <laughs> in different loves, can still give their opinions. But please don't deride individuals who are a preference in la- later generations. And Omnigeners can toughen their skin and understand just because Gen 1ers don't love anything beyond Gen 1, they still love, in a muted way, Pokemon. That's my two cents. Hope you enjoy singing out now for now, signing out for now, but keep up the Boko Love alive. Sincerely, Good Pilgrim. Hashtag long live the long email. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Hashtag don't be scared of Scrawn. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Pokemon Scrawn. Hashtag no green Taurus badge. That was a fantastic email. Be very email. scared. Be very scared of me. <laughs> All right. Moving on. So this next one is going to be from uh, Sento. Hello, Puckle host. Phew, a fight against autocorrect changing you to picket hosts. Any hoot hoot, I had a weird theory of two things the next big games could bring to the Pokemon franchise. And these may be a little far-fetched, but I couldn't hold it any longer. I would like to point out, I believe he sent this email in uh, 30 minutes after the Direct had aired. Um, So I don't think he watched the Direct live. Uh, the first is if it's a Sinnoh remake, the next big thing of how weird it could be to go between dimensions with Dialga, Palkia, or Giratina to see a world without Mega Evolution, a bit like how in HeartGold's Little Silver we got our hands on that little lovely retro game sound device. We can go to a world with pixel graphics again, where we can meet, where we can find that Mega Evolution does not work. That'd be so silly to go to a dimension with, like, pixels. Yeah, I imagine. That would be Oh us. my gosh. <laughs> and we go to, like, sprites. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The other, the other is, again, a stretch, but what if the remake of Gen 1 is Pokemon Yellow? We've had Leaf Green and Fire Red followed by Heart Gold and Soul Silver, but wouldn't you be down for a special edition remake? Actually, yeah, that would be really cool. That would be good, um, yeah. That's, like, the only special edition that Nintendo seems to, like, officially recognize, by the way. Like, um, if you look at Heart Gold and Soul Silver, like, yeah, we got some crystal aspects in it, um, but we didn't get, like, a crystal remake, right? Um yeah. And even even with the launch of the virtual console, we're only getting gold and silver. We're not getting crystal. Uh, so I, I think that should be noted that like Nintendo like kind of only realizes yellow version as like a game worth 
revisiting. Yeah. Hope these aren't too long. Keep the awesome show going. Sento. No, that's not too long at all. That is literally shorter than the one we just read. Um, <laughs> all right, Scrawn, I'll let you get this next one from uh, Randy L. You got it. I love Wait. Randy L. I the random love... listener. Uh Oh, okay. One, one Mailbag. Mailbag. Uh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, howdy, Puckle Crew. It's the random listener here to send y'all a little old weekly mailbag. First, though, we gotta tackle story time as per usual. Well, howdy, Puck... Oh, wait. No, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Over the past few days, I've been contemplating on whether or not to get into the competitive scene so I might actually be able to participate in some of these Puckle tournaments. However, as I stated many times before, uh, I'm a total garbo man at competitive i don't know what the deal is but i just can't seem to get anything right with all of that business the best way i can describe my situation is that if i were a pokemon i'd have maxed out my evs but i'd have absolutely no ivs it must be a talent thing but i would like to test out some of my pokemon in the summer league if you guys think that would end up working out so no, that's the whole point that's the whole point of the summer league by the way uh the summer league is all about like learning how to play competitive so Definitely do that. Like, if you want to get into competitive, that's the way to do it. Uh, I, I am thinking about in the future, we need to we need to expand the tournament staff. But in the future, I would like to start doing, like, a tutor program in Puckle where, like, uh, people who are good at competitive can actually, like, train other people to be good at competitive, like, one-on-one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I need I need staff first. Uh <laughs> But keep going, Scrun. My, my apologies. You got it. So, mailbag. Pokemon on mobile? I saw it coming, and I honestly think that it could go places if Nintendo handles it right. Pokemon Go was the talk of the town. Well, really every town, because they came up with this great concept and executed it well, even if there were several server problems and whatnot. Magikarp Jump, on the other hand, was something that I didn't really think was all that great, although it kept me hooked for a little bit. The key difference here is that one was intuitive, original, and involved a hands-on experience, which I feel is something Pokemon fans have craved for a long time. If Nintendo slash Niantic or whoever decides to continue along the path of engaging content, I feel like they could have a home run on their hands. Alrighty then, that'll do it for me this week. I do have one last little thing to mention. Ultra Sun and Moon and Gold and Silver was the best day. The random listener. Uh, you know, he's totally, so like the home run thing with Pokemon Go, they already had a, a home run. Like, like, it's made millions of dollars. So <laughs> let's, let's not worry about it too much. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just do one more. Um, okay. uh, so like before we start, I would like to, uh, this is from Sir Theapsel, by the way. Um, I, I would like to state on air per his request that there will not be a Pokemon Sushi spinoff game. Because if I say it's not going to happen, it will. Uh, but yes, okay. Uh, go ahead, Jushiro. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Hello, Pokolonian comrades. I, Sir Tviapsol, vending machine sushi thief extraordinaire, am writing in again. This time with a plea that our glorious leader that formally states that there will not, under any circumstances, be either a new spinoff or an update to Magic Carp Jump involving the production or liberation of sushi. In other requests, I am not sure how to claim the Green Towers badge I was graciously honored with a couple of weeks ago. I keep getting a page not found error when I try to submit it in under badges. Uh, so, time out. There, there was an issue with the website. It is now fixed, so now you can submit if you just click on it. The page not found error is gone. Uh, it, it's gone. So, go ahead. 
Could someone explain first how it's submitted? Oh, there we go. Uh, 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 nope. nope. I had to fix it. Yeah. Just... And then, okay. So uh, you're just skipping that part. Batch to formally say on air that the undefended sushi vending machine will probably not fall from the sky in front of my Lumos apartment this late in the year. We'll follow up with pictures with Celestial Sushi Vending Machine. <laughs> the first couple episode I've listened to was 166. Favorite NPCs. My least favorite NPC is the security guard trainer hive mine. My fish-shaped flip-flops are suited for relaxed bounding, not fleeing while laughing in the face of mortal peril. That said, off I bound slash fee, flee. Sush is life. Sir Diapso. By the way, uh, Sir, sushi is my favorite food as well. And it also rhymes with my name, Jishiro. Sushi, sushi, you know. You get it. <laughs> All right. So that is going to be it for the mailbag this week, guys. If you want to send us an email in next week, you can send it in at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And you can tell us your thoughts on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I'd like to hear what you guys have to think. Yep. Uh, maybe By you have way. some theories that we don't. Uh, it would be great to hear. Uh, further, uh, Green Taurus badge. I am a big fan of Good Pilgrim getting it this week. Me too, uh, I was going to say. Yeah, uh, me so- too. So, good pilgrim, you can go ahead and submit for the not broken link on the website now for the <laughs> Green Taurus badge. Pilgrim. Yay. Okay. So in the future, if you want to do some more Pucklicious and Puckly fun things, you can go ahead and check us out on all of our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Reddit. All of those links are in the, in the show notes. You can also find them on our website, PucklePodcast.com. In addition to that, if you'd like to help support the show, you can do so in a number of ways. One, you can review us on iTunes. Uh, that really helps people find the show. iTunes is the biggest place to find a podcast, and every review we get helps more people find us. So please go ahead and do that. Um, we, I really would appreciate it, uh, as would you share, would appreciate it. I don't know if Scrawny oh, would yeah. appreciate it, but, um, <laughs> uh, and then finally, or not finally, but if you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash the puck or patreon.com slash puckle podcast. That link is also in the show notes as well as on our website. You can go ahead there and you can, uh, get some cool rewards for helping out. And we really do appreciate it. It helps us pay for the website and helps us do a lot of cool stuff here at Puckle and give away prizes for tournaments. Um, and finally, for Twitch, uh, you can check us out on twitch.tv. We talked about this at the beginning of the show, but Jashir and I stream on Twitch, hopefully Shamu in the very near future. You can check us out at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. And I believe this week on Thursday, I'm going to be giving away, um, giving away some Pokemon cards that you guys can enter. Uh, we have these flip-flops that you earn just by watching the stream, and depending on how many flip-flops you have, you'll be eligible for X amount of entries. So, um, that is what we'll do for the... Uh, uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway, though, Thursday night. Um, I believe I'm going to start around 6.30 because I'm playing the British Gent for our draft league that day as well. So it's going to start a little bit earlier than typical, but it'll probably go longer as well. So, be sure to check us out there at Twitch. Um, I believe I've covered everything. So... Uh, uh, sure I will to... I will give a shout out on the next podcast I'm on to anyone who defeats Thatch this Thursday and then proceeds to yell in the Twitch chat hashtag down with Thatch hashtag down with Thatch okay sounds good so until then though guys I am I am Trainer Thatch I'm Scrum and you should and I, fear me and I am Lord Yashiro and I'm not that scary and here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower. It's closing time.
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 